This meeting is being recorded. Welcome to a brand new episode of the post game. I'm your host, Avon, and I'm joined by Rondé. What up? And Lillian. What's up? And today we are back uh, talking about uh, in our Let's Talk series. Um, and yeah, excuse my voice. I am uh, going through a uh, uh, <laughs> loss of voice, but I won't be talking as much today anyway. So yeah, but we're going through this Let's Talk series, uh, going through the NFL. And today we're going to start with um, the next division. We're going to jump into is the AFC South. And today we're going to start with the Houston Texans. So where do we see the Houston Texans leveling off at this, in this division? Uh, in this upcoming season? I think they'll probably be third, second or third. Yeah, I agree. I think third's a pretty realistic spot for them. So, where you, so do you, who do you think will be in front? So, Jacksonville and the Colts? Jacksonville and the Titans, not the Colts. Really? I don't expect much from them. I think it'll be Jacksonville and the Colts. I don't think the Titans are going to be good this season. So I think this, this division is very interesting to me because they all, I would say most of them had a really good draft. Um, and I'd also say that like, there's a there's been a, so much movement and so many additions to all of these teams where it's like you don't really understand like you don't know what's going to happen there's been a new head coach in Houston um and he is bringing this identity to Houston that's like that's that's youth and when now and and defensive minded you know and and leadership driven and so i definitely like what Houston has added this offseason so far i mean i i, I think do you think they can contend at all in that division? Like, do you think it'll be even be like a toss-up, like for them to win it, win it, or like come in second place? I think they can aim high for second place, but I don't, I don't think they'll beat out Jacksonville, who is my favorite of the division. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I th- I think they could get second, but I think that Jacksonville has that top spot locked up. Yeah. So, uh, so. Look at the Texans. They've had a great draft. Uh, they have the second overall pick, right? And they get yep. CJ Stroud, and not a lot. Of, not a lot of people thought this was going to happen at all. A lot of people thought CJ was going to go one, and then they were going to go with um, Will Anderson at two, right? But no, Houston says oh, I don't want our division to get a quarterback, so they trade. They go and get CJ Stroud, and then they pull um, another move, trade up to the third overall pick, and pick up Will Anderson. With those two additions alone, like, how impressed were you by their draft and how their front office moved um, around? I'm not surprised because my former GOAT, Nick Casario, is now working for Houston. And that man always has some sort of some sort of trick on draft day. Did you like the moves? Yeah, I think... Go ahead, Lillian. Go ahead, Lillian. I, I think this was an excellent draft by the Texans. Um you solve your, your most glaring issue at quarterback by drafting C.J. Stroud and then getting a premier edge rusher in the draft with Will Anderson is massive. And then, you know, you trade away Brandon Cooks this offseason, but you go and draft Tank Dell out of Houston, which is some which is somebody that C.J. Stroud specifically requested. Yeah. I think, oh, this was just a great draft by the Texans. Yeah, I, I, 
Delgado's rookie deal an hour ago, four years, uh, just under six million. Hmm. I mean, so with with their draft picks that they've picked up this offseason, they've had a really good offseason even before the draft. Um, they picked up, if I can remember, they picked up um, Devin Singletary, who's not a terrible name to be shouted on. They picked up um, his name, Titan, from the that boy, uh, Dalton Schultz. I mean, Dalton Schultz. They picked him up, which I I think he's a a, a top ten tight end in the league. Um, and I feel like so it's like a couple of a couple of those different like the small moves can can completely change the narrative of your team. You know what I mean? Definitely. So. If you don't think they can do it this year, do you think they become competitive at least this year? And do you think not this year, but the following year that they can actually make a push for the division? Absolutely. It's a weak division. It's kind of like the NFC South. Okay. Yeah. But it's easy. easy. It's a weak division. It's a weak division. It it makes it competitive every season. There's no, there's never a repeat division leader, right? But does it make it, it doesn't mean it's a soft division. Still a soft division. Whatever. Carry on. I yeah, I mean, I think I think Houston's very much poised to be in the running for this division in two years, and I, it'll be very dependent on how they perform this year and what their draft looks like next year. But I think that um, if they can build momentum this season, they'll be looking at exiting a rebuild. Yeah, I, 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 I <clears throat> excuse me. And to your point, Lillian, I think they've bounced on this rebuild really well. Like usually, you see a rebuild, and it's like, oh man, like we're rebuilding with a starting quarterback, but that's we're still three years away from that being the pinnacle of it. I think honestly, they've started their rebuild, and they're already at like a seven out of ten. Like they're already like they know what the foundation is going to be. Now you just need to wait for your players to develop. And for you know some of your players to be good, uh, I mean, and, and to see what happens next year in the offseason and free agency, because uh, how much money do they have next year, uh, Aranda? If you know, uh, one second, they will have. Mm. Right now, they have twenty million for this year, and then for next year, they will have. Where is it? Um, They'll be at number one with 112 at the moment yeah. next year. Yeah. Oh, so I mean, and, and so <clears throat> they're following that trajectory, just like the Eagles did with Jalen Hurts. They went and drafted their their quarterback, and then they had a hundred plus million dollars to spend the year after. Right. You see the the, the Bears this year. They drafted their quarterback Justin Fields. Now they have they had a hundred million dollars to work for this offseason or this offseason. Next offseason, they will make a splash. And they will become a competitive team if they spend money the right way. Do we and, think the Texans are finally past the, the the curse of Houston? Yes, but that's only if the front office fully commit and fully put their money um in their head coach and in their GM. Because we've seen time and time again that they fire their head coaches like a year in or a year and a half, two years in. And it's unfair to expect someone to develop an offense or develop a defense or develop a team, period, 
whenever you don't give them any time, you know what I mean? And so I'm expecting, I truly have high hopes for that Houston team. And, and uh, they're one of the teams that I think over the next two to, four, to, three, two to four years to be making a, a difference. I really do think so. They go out, I mean, maybe they can go out and get Deshaun Watson. No, no not Deshaun Watson. Um, <laughs> right. They go out <laughs> They go out and get another legible wide receiver. Um, I mean, the high, Hopkins is never a bad shot to return to Houston. Um, I mean, but he's, I mean, you never know. So maybe they go out and get a, a receiver next year. Maybe they go out and get, you know, a strong running back next year. But they still have a couple more small pieces that they need to become a competitive team. And I think I'm excited for it. Especially with the the prospect in next season, they still lead their division with the amount of money that they'll have in the future. Yeah, exactly. And so, I mean, what, especially in this day and age, I mean, teams struggle so much with the salary cap. But whenever you're coming into an offseason with a hundred plus million dollars, like, sign me up. I'm all for it. Like, let's let's go let's go shopping because those are the teams that players want to play for. For one, to get a check, plain and simple, and for two. Like, especially if you have a good foundation and, 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 and there's a vision there. Like, you look at the Chiefs. <clears throat> they are they are future-bound for the next five years. I mean, they played 10 rookies in a Super Bowl and won it. It's like, if we have a clear vision about what we want and about how we want to get or what we want to look like in the next 10 years, then I think players will gravitate towards that. And so, especially with a, a young quarterback, a new young head coach, it's a, 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 it's a whole lot of pluses right now. Houston are definitely uh, in stride, in my opinion. Well, um, any final thoughts before we get out of here? And Houston fans, let me know how y'all feel as well. Definitely, because, like, they're, they're sticking through the mud. Shout out, shout out Lovey Smith for going out on the bank, too. What a legend. What an absolute legend. I actually liked him a lot. I really did. He cost them Bryce Young doing that. Hey, but he got yeah, yeah, valid. He might have he might have saved them. No one knows. No, no one knows if if CJ's gonna be that guy or speaking up before we get out of here. How do we? Because Aranda, I know you are an Ohio State guy, right? Like, yep. how do we truly feel about CJ Stroud? Like, how do you think he will do in this system? How do you think he'll do in the NFL? Has he reached his 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 max potential? He has not reached his max potential yet because Ohio State is such a wide receiver school. Like they have the literal best wide receiver coach in all of college football. Yeah. And for him to have the premier track stars, as casuals call them, he he always he he always has talent around him. He has the ability to make the throws. It's all is all is all a matter of fact. Will they give him the time to make the throws? He is not the best under pressure because he doesn't like to run. He can run, which is the funny thing. And he Broken doesn't run. Yeah, I hundred percent agree. He doesn't. Yeah. He, like when the, when they played Michigan last season, he had he had a nice long scramble in the snow, but would prefer to spend the rest of the game trying to trying to throw the rock. Yeah. So if they can give him the time in a pocket and, and they can, they can coach him up into running a little bit more and, you know, extending plays, then he should be just fine. I have plenty of confidence in his ability to start off hot. 
I think for for every like NFL, well, for every rookie quarterback that was coming into the to the draft, I think personally the, the best place for them to have gone was Carolina, just because of the quarterback coaches, the 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 quarterback friendly offenses Frank Reich has, just because of the potential for great development. But I feel like if, like you said, Aranda, if they surround him with talent on the offensive line and receiving core, and they surround him with great coaches that can help develop him throughout his entire career, he'll be fine. Plain and simple. I think he'll be fine. I present you a Bojangles biscuit. Thank you. And so, um, yeah, but Lily, any anything else for you? I mean, I think I think that C.J. Stroud will be one of the best rookies we see this year. I don't think he wins rookie of the year. Like you said, I think Bryce Young's just in a better position. You got he's got a better team around him, probably better coaching. I still think CJ Stroud finishes second in offensive rookie of the year voting. And I think he'll he'll have a strong year and he'll build off of that as they continue. Man, I agree. I agree. But Houston fans, like I said, let us know how you feel. Um hold on. One more thing. Yeah, I just pulled up the Texans death chart because I was curious about something. I forgot. Is he still on this team, right? Yeah, John Mechie. Stroud oh, yeah. loves Stroud loves his deep Oh, reps. yeah, because he had like, his, well, he tore his ACL last season, didn't he? Yeah. No, oh, my gosh. No, because no, Mechie had leukemia, didn't he? Yeah, not that. Yeah, yeah. He had yeah. something that Yes. That's so right. I mean, so, so realistically, he has two first-round receivers coming into the uh, I mean when I at least one first round receiver coming into the next he's season. got Robert Woods Nico Collins John Mechie Tank Dell which he literally said I'm he bringing you with me and then we've got a passing and blocking passing a blocking guy Dalton, Dalton Schultz wow I mean not a bad offense you, you, I mean I will say I am not moved by Robert Woods but well of course but, but he is the veteran receiver that you will need but yeah he's gonna help coach those boys Huh. Well, and they have Damian Pierce and uh, Devin Singletary at running back. I mean, Pierce wasn't terrible last year. Mm-mm. He was not. Hey, I'm not. Hey, this is this is interesting. Hey, don't don't sleep on Case Keenum at backup quarterback. Hey, Case Keenum. He's a third option. Just, he's such a random. He's such a random explosive dude. Yeah, he is. Yeah, Davis Mills bringing up the backup though. So. Well, shout out, shout out, General Mills for surviving. Barely, <laughs> barely. Yeah, that, that's all I got. That's all I got about the Texans. Well, uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, let us know how you feel about this episode, and uh, yeah, we'll catch you guys next time. My name is Davion. It's Ronde, Lillian. This has been the post game. Peace.